Washburn here. And that moment we've been waiting for has finally fucking arrived. Bossy Power Bottom Wear is now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com for purchase. Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The gay lifestyle and clothing line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. The following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Oh, see, look, right there. See, under his hobbies, he's got listed that he has a Beanie Baby collection. Is that people still do Beanie Babies? Wow, if that's not a red flag, I don't know what is. on me on a regular basis, especially when it comes to trying to figure out and maneuver through this entire one big giant clusterfuck that is San Francisco gay dating is that red flag that I have to put up on a whim while interacting with a guy on a first date. Listen, there are so many different types of red flags that go off in our minds as we interact with guy after guy after guy after guy. And sometimes we see them right away and we know in the back of our minds that we're never going to talk to this individual after this day ever fucking again. And then sometimes you get those red flags that, you know, kind of set something off in your brain, but you don't really know if that's like a deal breaker, like specifically per se. I mean, it could be, uh, but I'm going to keep an eye on that like specific topic of conversation that he just brought up that like, like created that red flag moment. And maybe it will just be something that will follow by the wayside and we can continue to maneuver through getting to know each other further. And then sometimes you get those red flags that you just know are like all of the things that will end in tragedy. One day, you know that if you persist this guy any further, that it will just be like that mental mindfuck of going through the motions of investing emotionally with this guy. But you also know that sometimes those red flags are just so hot and attractive and sexy and you just want more, even though you know that they're red flags. So sit back, relax, put on that condom or pop your prep pill. And let's explore the entire notion of what it means to go on a date with a guy with the intention of getting to know him and suddenly realizing that there are so many different red flags. And what do you do next?
are now listening to My Gay Expose Podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ plus community activist, self-proclaimed, messy, loudmouthed, and somewhat semi-passable podcast host. Popper sommelier, porn star, fluffer in training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. And this is My Gay Expose Podcast. Ronnie Washburn here. And welcome back to the show that is the biggest red flag in the entire podcast world. My Gay Expose Podcast. And on this week's expose, we explore the entire notion of what it means to see all of those red flags while on a date with a guy and understand whether you're willing to see them and run, see them and ignore them, or wait too long until you're too invested and realize that you should have seen those red flags from the beginning. And on this week's expose, I'm going to give you just a little list of all the different things that I've encountered that I feel are my own personal red flags. And just as a disclaimer, some of these are just my own preference. And I'm not like trying to pigeonhole or mock or make fun or because I know all you bitches are going to read me after that. But these are just my own specific red flags that I look for when I'm trying to get to know a guy or date them. And these are just the things that come up that have just ultimately made me just run for the door, metaphorically. <laughs> and this week on the Your Gay Expose segment, I reached out to all of you hot jock tops and bossy power bottoms out there and asked you, what are some of your standout red flags that you regularly encounter while trying to maneuver through dating and explain? So we'll collect some of those answers this week. But first, before we actually match with a guy on Tinder and go over their profile and see like 12 red flags right out the gate. First, let's hop into this week's re-expose. Welcome to this week's re-expose. The segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over, or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand, you came for me and I felt like I needed to readdress, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck God, what was I even trying to say there. Oh, Jesus, what a goddamn mess. That definitely merits a re-expose. Okay, you guys, listen. I just want to thank you very much from the bottom of my gay little black heart for recently just being the best part of this fucking show. You know, I had a recent spike in my numbers it's just so exciting, so fulfilling, so rewarding. It makes my heart so happy. And it just lets me continue to just drive forward with this burning desire to come up with some of the most creative 
messy, outlandish concepts of all time for this show. And I have to say, you know, doing last week's expose, the top 10 My Gay Expose moments of all time, where I pretty much just recapped and gave you the intro teasers for all 10 of the top performing exposés in My Gay Expose podcast history has created a moment where I feel like it worked. Like the trick that I tried to play on you, it actually worked. Those exposés actually jumped up in numbers to an incredible rate just yet one week after the fact. So I it just the aim was to get people who are brand new to the show just fully immersed in some of the past shit that I've done over the course of the last few years. And it was just really great and rewarding. And I got a lot of DMs and comments and concerns and reads and all of it. And it just, it just took me back to this nostalgic moment of just creating each and every one of those exposés. And I just, again, want to thank all of you for just continuously supporting me on this My Gay Exposé podcast journey. But that being said, <laughs> I did get a couple of reads, you guys, from the two episodes ago where we talked about the uh, ginger pube social experiment. I had someone else who just tried to read me for filth in regards to just not being into gingers. I, I don't know if this like detail is lost on all of you, so I just want to make it crystal fucking clear that so we have no more misunderstandings from this moment moving forward, I am a ginger. <laughs> this person came for me and actually thought that I was unleashing on a specific group of people, but I don't think they realized that I'm actually a fucking ginger. And truth be told, I don't know how this person didn't understand this because, I mean, first of all, if you follow me on social media, you should just be able to see with your own two eyes. But second of all, I talk about it and have talked about it, have dedicated specific episodes to it, to being a ginger, created t-shirts in my merch line that specify that I'm a ginger. So you guys, I'm a fucking ginger. So when I say that I'm not sexually attracted to other gingers, it's other gingers, not just gingers. <laughs> so now that we got all of that out of the way, speaking of Bossy Power Bottom, where? Go over to three different websites, bossypowerbottom.com, mygayexposepodcast.com, or ronniewashburn.com, that's R-A-O-N-I, washburn.com, and pick your next piece for your upcoming gay or pride event. Oh, you guys, it's so fun to like see what people are looking at and even buying. It just blows my mind. Like I created pieces, not being fully satisfied with them. And somehow those end up being the most hot selling pieces, the most popular. I just, it, it just blows my mind with each piece that I create and add to the collection. It just, it, it's just so much fun to sit here and just figure out what it is that all of you morbid and twisted individuals out there like in your outlandishly gay and bossy power bottom t-shirt. <laughs> so go over to any one of those websites and get your piece now. So before we get my gay expose on this week's topic of conversation, it just so happens to have a 
quick, grab all of your shit and run for the door. Themed undertone. First, let's get your gay expose. And this week, the question was asked to all of you hot jock tops and bossy power bottoms out there. What are some of the standout red flags that you regularly encounter while trying to maneuver through dating and explain? So let's get some of those responses now. Michael said, guys who smoke and don't let you know until you find out when it's just a little too late. Ben said, I can't exactly pinpoint one specific red flag. However, I usually see them when I'm far too invested in the entire relationship. Leo said, when stories start to get just a little too exaggerative. Kevin says, I should see them from the beginning, but I generally tend to hook up with a guy on Grinder, and the next thing I know I'm in some sort of a committed relationship with them. And then once I get to know them, I start to see all of the red flags that I missed along the way. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, so here is my advice to you, Kevin. Perhaps the red flag is the fact that you're getting all of these guys on Grinder. <laughs> oh, this bitch. Michael says, I feel like some common red flags that I come across are men saying that they are too busy to do simple things like talk or just go grab a bite to eat. Like, too busy is not an excuse. I feel it's more a cop-out. Alex says, Middle-aged single gays with a dog that hasn't been in a relationship for years. <laughs> oh my God, there is so much I could say right here in this moment, but I am just going to be good and bite my tongue and move on. <laughs> and so for those of you out there who know me well, you know, and that's all that needs to be said. <laughs> Kyle says, I haven't been on a date in forever, but narcissism was a big one. Also, the inability or unwillingness to leave past baggage behind, like bringing up an ex, for example. <laughs> Don't worry, Kyle. We will be getting into that a little bit later on in this week's expose. Timothy says, I'm almost always attracted to guys who have some sort of addiction problem, which ends in tragedy. <laughs> so, uh, same... <laughs> <laughs> Every single fucking guy that I ever date has some sort of an addiction problem. But to be honest with you, the ones that don't have the addiction problem are just a little less interesting, don't you think? <laughs> and there might in lie one, if not more, of my many therapeutic topics of conversation that's regularly visited on that little green therapy couch. Lisa says, when I have to start counting drinks. Daniel says, bringing up drama about your ex. It means you haven't moved on. A little is okay. We're all a product of our past relationships. But if you're still hurt or bitter 
about your previous relationships, you might not be ready for another one. Well said. True that. <laughs> Helen says, Ugh, so many. But here are a few. One, them talking more than five minutes continuously without asking me a question or noticing that I'm not speaking. Two, them talking about themselves, a.k.a. narcissists, or others, gossipers, and it's just too much. Three, them talking about my appearance more than my brain skills and or experience. Four, consistently being on their phone and or on social media. And five, refusing to go to therapy. Well, there's just a whole hell of a lot to unpack here, isn't there? Oh, I kind of feel you on all counts. Robert says, everything is a red flag until you learn how to deal with them. (laughs) So this is my most recent ex, and our entire fucking relationship was just one giant red flag. Josh says, it's all in the details. For example, clean under your fingernails for fuck sake. (laughs) Mark says, taking way too long to have a first meeting. I mean, I shouldn't have to wait months into our initial interaction before we actually meet face to face. It's just one excuse after another. You know, as much as I hate to say this, I think I've actually kind of become this person lately. (laughs) It's not my fault. I'm just so fucking busy. Oh, God. Am I this girl? (laughs) Curtis says, endless back and forth. It's like they're shopping for something better consistently and no follow through. Monish said, suspicious activities and or conversations. Hamish says, people with the initials R-W. <laughs> I fucking feel attacked. <laughs> My straight brother Ryan says as follows, that they are single. Why? Something must be wrong with them. But for real, you can pick out anything as far as a red flag's concerned, but you need to identify if that thing is you or if the problem is them. If everybody has the same red flag, then maybe it's you. Example, a deal breaker for me is if a person hates Mexican food. (laughs) I know that's my issue, but I'm not willing to budge. (laughs) You guys, we are literally genetically linked because this is one of my biggest motherfucking red flags as well. You don't like Mexican food? We cannot ever be a thing. (laughs) Loving all of these red flags that you provided in the Yorge Expose segment this week. And I have to say, some of them I have in my list with my own little twist, of course. But also, there are many that I came up with that you all missed out there. So listen up and just know that there are so many more red flags that you should be aware of when you go out on a date with a guy. 
And if you didn't get your answer read this week, don't worry. Just continue to follow on Instagram at Exposing My Gay. And remember, the funnier the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. And then don't forget, you can also check out mygayexposepodcast.com and click the listen tab and there you'll find like the whole week long that you can import your answer to the question that lies on that tab each and every week, just in case you missed the Instagram story. But now let's get my gay expose and you'll find out all of the gay red flags that I look out for while trying to maneuver this clusterfuck that is gay, big city, dating. All right, you guys, listen. I wanted to take this quick time out to ask you for a huge favor. I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and click five stars. This helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know. It actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster. And it makes things start happening. I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click to yourself. (laughs) But you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please, I need your help. Click five stars and allow my gay expose podcast to get to that next best thing. Dating. (laughs) Yeah, here we go again, you guys. We're talking about fucking dating. In case you like kind of haven't figured it out at this point in my life, I'm sort of kind of getting away from my like, like slutty grinder hookupy phase. And I really have my eyes set on, you know, kind of finding someone to settle down with, you know, trying really hard to have my sights set and honed in on that happily ever after bliss. And whether or not I reach that one day, I really don't know. I mean, I'm hopeful. I really would love to see that be a fucking thing. I've had seven failed attempts at that specific journey over the course of multiple years and the better part of two decades just trying to meet new guys and go on dates and try to figure everything out. And it's just literally been this like revolving door after door after door of one red flag after another. And, you know, going out on these dates with guys and like sometimes getting those red flags right from the get go. And, you know, sometimes getting those red flags, you know, a little bit further down, like weeks later specifically, or it just getting those red flags after you really start to get to know the person and those become the red flags because it's shit that you didn't know about them and now you're so fully invested that it's just going to be a mental like strain on either one of you in that moment if you break things off. It's just, there are just so many fucked up situations and circumstances that you find and all of those red flags, I encourage you guys, fucking listen to them. 
it, when you're sitting there on a first date in that moment and you get those red flags and you maybe decide to ignore them, as I've done so many times throughout my life, pay attention because sometimes those red flags are there staring at you in the face for a fucking reason. Uh, listen, here's the thing. I openly acknowledge that I sometimes see these red flags and ignore them. I openly acknowledge that sometimes I see these red flags and think, well, that's kind of insignificant. Maybe the good in this guy will like outweigh that specific red flag. And then sometimes there's those moments where I actually see the blatant red flags right in front of my fucking face and I'm attracted to it because it is that one thing that I am not supposed to be involved with. And so therefore, because all of those red flags have presented themselves, that's exactly what I want in that moment. And I can openly acknowledge that in my past pattern related, those are the various different red flags that I've encountered over the course of all the bullshit I've been through with my dating life. So here's the thing. I'm going to give you a list of all the different red flags that you should be aware of. And if you find yourself being any one of these guys, like it's really kind of time to take a step back, self-reflect, and maybe work on yourself a little bit like further and maybe present yourself in a much more conscious way of understanding that you should be taking down these red flags that are showing for that person that you're going out on a date with. So you know what? Fuck it. Let's just get right in to it. These are all of the red flags that I've listed here on my Gay Expose podcast that you should be aware of if you go on a date with a guy and or you're getting to know a guy and or you're investing time with this guy, whatever. Just be aware of all of these gay red flags. So, First, before I get into these, I just want to make it very clear that some of these red flags are just my own personal specific red flags and don't necessarily mean that this is what you should always feel per se. Some of these red flags are things that you should acknowledge and understand in your own personal dating life and be aware of. And I think that like most of you out there are cognizant enough to understand which ones I'm talking about in regards to you and your life. And which ones are just my own personal preferences? So please, by all means, do not come for me and call me names and tell me that I'm like generalizing or pigeonholing or stereotyping or like, just listen up and understand that these are my specific gay red flags. Because <laughs> I already can foresee a lot of that shit coming after I go through this list. But let's just get into it. Number one, sports gays. Now listen, here's the thing. I have no problem with sports at all whatsoever. I'm not really into them. I'm into guys that are into sports, oddly enough. And I think it's just kind of hot, sexy, masculine. I'm into all of those traits and attributes. But the thing is, it's like I openly disclose that I'm just not into sports. So if you're one of those gays that's so into sports that you expect your partner to also be equally as into sports as you, or you're barking up the wrong goddamn tree. Because <laughs> sports and Ronnie, we don't get along. The only sports-related thing that I'm into is like like a lot of the like football butts and jock straps, and, and that's really it. Like, I'm all 
out. And if you're going to invite me over and the end result is to like, you know, maybe have dinner and like segue to the bedroom shortly following, don't make me sit through a fucking sports game, a football game, for example, and sit there and try to talk to me about this player and that player and what they did and all the woos and shouts and screams and uh, no, just no. Red flag. <laughs> Next up, we've got naughty grinder profile photo gays. Red flag. <laughs> listen, I have nothing against a naughty grinder profile photo. Uh, listen, grinders evolved. They, you know, went through the motions of before they were really super strict on what you could and couldn't have on your profile. And I think we could all unanimously agree that grinders really not a place to find guys for dating specifically. But when you meet somebody on Hinge, for example, you go out on a date and you just so happen to notice as you part ways and separate after the date's over and you're on your way home, you open up your grinder and you see that because the guy was just right next to you, he's right next to you on your grinder grid and it's just like a fucking ass right there for all to see. That's a fucking red flag because in my mind you're not taking the dating thing seriously in fact like should I just message you right now and see if you want to come over for a quick bang because that's the message that I receive from your non <laughs> naughty grinder profile photo red flag next up we've got the just got out of a relationship Red flag. Listen, if we're going out on a first date and you bring up that you just got out of a relationship, first of all, why are you talking about that on a first date? Because if that's really the case, you shouldn't be going out on a date with anybody else, A. B, like keep that shit to yourself. Because <laughs> that's not what the other person across from you at that table wants to hear. That is one of the biggest red flags of all time. I am like never speaking to you again. If you ever tell me that you just got out of a relationship, red flag. Next up, we've got the parents who supported you in your coming out of the closet journey. Red flag. Listen, here's the thing. If you have supportive parents who have like, just been your biggest cheerleader in regards to being an open and out loud, proud gay individual. Good for you. And, and, and I'm so happy that you are able to experience that. But here's the thing. If you haven't faced the rejection from your very own family and been ridiculed mercilessly for being gay in your family dynamic, then you haven't been through enough turmoil to be with me. Like, you have to understand that turmoil and that, like, shit that you're talking about on that little green therapy couch each and every week to your therapist. So, that being said, I don't think we're actually going to be a good couple if you've never experienced that hurt and anguish from the rejection of your parents in regards to you being gay. So, parents who supported you on your coming out journey, red flag. Next up, we've got the guy who talks about his ex more than once on a first date. 
red flag. Listen, there's a fine line between like the other person asking you about your ex or something along those lines. But if you bring it up more than once, you can already tell it's a hot button topic. And the fact that you're volunteering that much information in that moment on a first date, red flag. Next up, we've got Disney gays. Now, okay, listen, for those of you out there that are just so overly enthralled with all things Disney, I'm not coming for you in regards to that aspect of your life, but for the ones who actually just take it to that next extreme, who have like one of the situations where they go to Disneyland at least 12 times a fucking year, listen, they, you are a very rare breed. You're absolutely not for me. The fact that you can be that infatuated about like the Little Mermaid or Mickey Mouse or Star Wars or any of it. Like I just that we are not going to work out like that's just a given. I like Disney, you guys. I like all things Disney. But being in that obsessive Disney moment, I will say this. If we had the apocalypse I fervently 100% believe that the Disney gays will be the ones that like outlive the rest of us. There's just something about them that they have like that thick skin. You don't really just like want to fuck with them at all. But that being said, eh, that's just a little too much for my palate. So Disney gays, red flag. (laughs) Oh my God. You guys are so going to come for me for that one. Next up, we've got the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills gays. This is the gay that actually just like sits there and you're like, hey, what are you up to? You're kind of trying to get to know this guy. And, you know, then they suddenly are like, oh, I'm binging on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And honestly, this could be innocent enough. But the fact that you are binging on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills says so much about you as a fucking person. And that is a major red flag. And I'm not going to lie. I am fully caught up on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Real Housewives of Atlanta and Real Housewives of Potomac and maybe a couple other of the franchises as well. So, yeah, if you're thinking about dating me, that's probably a pretty given red flag. (laughs) Next up, we've got the brag about my job gay. Red flag. So listen, I'm so excited for you and your journey. I'm so glad that you went to school for like 15 years to become a very low paid doctor at Kaiser Permanente. But here's the thing when that's all you fucking talk about over and over and over and over. And I can't get a word in edgewise about anything else. Even when I try to specifically like steer the topic into another direction and you somehow find a way to get back to being that like lawyer or that, you know, flight attendant or that fucking like tech nerd, what whatever. Good for you. I'm so glad that you clear like 105K a year. But once again, red flag. <laughs> Next up, we've got spelling and grammar. Red flag. (laughs) Now, this one might come off a little judgy, but I'm going to be honest with you. There are so many different tools out there that allow you to like sort of check your spelling 
and your grammar. And listen, I'm not the best speller in this world. I, I openly admit that. There are so many times where I post drunk things on like threads or Facebook and then wake up the next day and realize I misspelled like 15 words because I was fucking wasted. It happens. We get it. Autocorrect doesn't always work in our favor. But when you're putting shit on your fucking hinge profile, make sure that the punctuation's there. Make sure that you're actually using correct spelling and grammar. Like, listen, Grammarly is a free app that you can download on your phone. And there's nothing more humbly, humbly, (laughs) humbling than putting your blog post that you have to post because you're on a deadline and you put it through and like Grammarly tells you all the things that you like missed or how the fuck did I spell that that way? Why was I even thinking in that moment? And then telling you all the ways that you should have reworded the sentence and etc. It is very, very humbling. But listen, Grammarly's there for a fucking reason. So if you're going to put anything in your bio, on any of your profiles, make sure that that shit is spelled correctly. Red flag! Next up, we've got the guy who is clearly dating multiple people because he keeps telling you the same stories over and over again. Red flag! Listen, I am notorious for having a very terrible short-term memory. And I have been known to repeat stories. A lot of my friends tell me that on a regular basis. I get it. But it's there's a fine line between forgetting that you actually told someone a story and then having that same story by that same guy, having them tell it to you over and over again, and just understanding that they just don't get that they're dating multiple guys and that you've spotted that a mile away because they continuously and regularly do it over and over and over again. And if I had a dime for how many times this actually happened to me, I would be so rich that I wouldn't have to work in this fucking world. So if you're going to date multiple people, then you need to get your fucking memory in check. Maybe you should understand that if you can't keep up with your stories, then maybe you're not capable of dating multiple guys at the same time. How about that? (laughs) Red flag! Next up, we've got the guy who refuses to eat at, wait for it, Taco Bell. (laughs) Okay, listen, Taco Bell is like my full-blown guilty pleasure. I'm kind of known to order Taco Bell like via DoorDash on a pretty regular basis if I've been drinking. That's just like a typical norm. If I had a dime for how many times I woke up with like wrappers around my room and a full bag of food still left over from Taco Bell sitting on my nightstand each and every morning after a very messy night of drinking out of the gay bars with Gahoy, then I would be once again so rich that I wouldn't have to be in this world working or any of it. I would just be able to live off fucking DoorDash Taco Bell. And that's it. But my whole point is if you're not willing to indulge in a little messy night of drinking with some Taco Bell shortly following, then you and me, we're not going to be a thing. This isn't going to work. It just can't be. If you don't like Taco Bell, if you turn your nose up to the suggestion of Taco Bell, red flag. that note of Taco Bell. The next gay that like throws up a red flag is the one who 
just, he's like the stereotypical, like, what type of wines do you like? And then they sit there on the first date and they talk about how they are like constantly going to Sonoma, constantly going to Napa, doing wine tastings. And they start talking all this wine language to you. Listen, I've worked in very fancy, like expensive wine bars, restaurants, etc. I know the value of just the most extravagant and delicious and just desirable bottle of wine. I get that like lust to be in that moment, to love wine, to be a sommelier without the poppers. <laughs> but here's the thing. If you're not willing to just get a cheap ass bottle of $5.99 gas station wine and have a few glasses of that with me while we're just chopping it up at my house before we go into the room and have sex shortly following, then you and me, we're not going to be able to be a thing either. <laughs> and it's as simple as that. Like I've said so many times on this show, one of my idols, Karen Walker, honey, I would suck the alcohol out of a deodorant stick. And that's it. Red flag. The next gay who like throws out a red flag in my mind is the one who, you know, you meet him on like Hinge and for your first meeting, you want to have like a little picnic type situation at Dolores Park, which for those of you outside of San Francisco, this is something, especially in the summertime when it's warmer, we love to do. The gays, we flock to the gay beach area of Dolores Park. We get a like some seltzers and some craft beer and we just like sit out on a blanket and probably strip down to a Speedo and lay out and just hang out with all the other gays at Dolores Park. But here's the thing. When I ask you to grab something to drink, and I will too, and you show up with, wait for it, Budweiser in a can. Let me say that one more time. Budweiser in a can. No. Red flag. And why would you ever think that that's okay to bring to Dolores Park, especially to the gay beach? And I'm only saying this because this actually literally happened to me. No joke, you guys. And you know what the ironic twist is that I just talked about you and me? We can't be together if you don't aren't willing to indulge in some cheap gas station wine. But when you bring a fucking can of Budweiser to Dolores Park, no, no, red flag. <laughs> Next up, we've got the gym rat. Now, listen, I have no problem with gays that like to go to the gym like at least four to five days a week. I get that. But when you meet those guys that all they care about is going to the gym and you're like, hey, what are you doing today? And oh, I'm going to the gym. And then later it's like, oh, I'm going back to the gym. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, but I thought you already went to the gym and you're going again. And and then you find out that they go multiple times a day, like five to six days a week. And then all they do is the gym. They eat, sleep and breathe. Gym, gym, gym. They're always at the gym. no. Just run now. Red flag. <laughs> and just trust me, I don't need to say anything more. <laughs> Next up, we've got the gays who have a private Instagram account. Now, here's the thing. I don't really know what you're trying to hide. And obviously, I don't hide anything about myself. Like, I'm a full-blown open book. Like, all of my shit is, like, out for the world here on this show. Like, there's literally, like zero skeletons in my closet. 
And I don't really expect everybody to be like that, but like a private Instagram account, come on. Like if we're trying to like get to know each other and it takes you two weeks to actually approve my fucking request to follow you on Instagram, you and I, we're not going to work out. Period. Red flag. Next up, we've got none other than the neck tattoo. Red flag. Now, this, honestly, this is one of those red flags that I see that neck tattoo and baby, my pants are down to my ankles and I am bent over whatever object that allows me to bend over because I am so sexually attracted to any guy that has a fucking neck tattoo, regardless. It's hot. It's sexy. But here's the thing. If you go through the motions of giving yourself a neck tattoo and just exposing that to the entire world, then chances are it's going to be a very unhealthy and toxic relationship. And that's why I feel that I'm attracted to you in that moment. (laughs) Oh, God. Gays with neck tattoos for sure. Red flag. But what are you doing later? (laughs) Next up, we've got the guy that you meet that probably is on one of the dating apps. He usually like says that he's in a city, but lives in a different city, but is just visiting a city. This, by the way, has happened to me so many fucking times. It's not even funny. And then you somehow find out that he's not even in the same fucking goddamn country. And the red flag here, you guys, is when they start talking about Bitcoin. If anyone ever brings Bitcoin up to you in any sort of dating app situation, you can almost rest assured that they are not even in the United States of America. I actually had a situation where this guy did just that. He said he was in Vegas, but then he lived in New York and we got to a place where we were just like messaging each other back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And then somehow, I don't even remember how it came up, but I talked about my website and I like sent him a link to it for some reason. And then I went through my analytics app and I found somebody from fucking Dubai going in and clicking through each and every one of my website pages. And I instantly knew because of the timeline that it was this guy. And so I fucking called his ass out on it. And it was just like a trap. He was trying to get me to invest in Bitcoin. You guys, Bitcoin, the word itself, if it comes out of anybody's mouth or pops out on your phone in any way, shape, and form, red fucking flag. (laughs) Next up, we've got the gays who are trying to message you and set something up, wait for it, via Facebook Messenger. No, no. Red flag. Listen, I don't give a fuck who you are, how hard you are, where you are, how important you are, etc. Facebook Messenger is the biggest red flag that I have ever, ever encountered in my entire life. And I don't ever want to have any sort of like dialogue or conversation with you if your first attempt is to reach out to me via Facebook Messenger. And I don't even really feel that I have to explain myself for that. <laughs> Total red flag for sure. Next up, we've got gays who have a podcast. <laughs> Listen, this is coming from somebody who actually has a podcast. 
and I'm dating someone, and if I find out that they have a fucking podcast too, mm -mm, no, absolutely not, can't happen, red flag, there is just no fucking way, it just can't be a thing, I don't want to, like, go through the motions of listening to your show, and finally, like, finding out that I really liked you, we've been talking for the last two weeks, things are going really well, and I absolutely fucking hate your show. And that just kills absolutely everything. Mm -mm. No, red flag. Even if your show is award-winning, great, amazing, on the top of the charts, all of it, I still can't do it. I can't. And maybe it should be something that you should consider if you were thinking about dating me as well. <laughs> red flag. Next up, we've got that guy that you actually meet up with He's really cute. You really like him on a first date. You want to pursue more. And once you kind of start to get to know each other, you suddenly find out that they are, wait for it, Republican. I, I know, I'm as shocked as you are too. But truth be told, there really are gays out there that consider themselves to be Republican. Can you believe it? Red flag. <laughs> and I don't even think I have to say any more than that. Next up, we've got the speakerphone in public gay. No, red flag. Listen, headphones were created for a fucking reason. And if you get on the goddamn bus and talk to whoever it is that you're fucking talking to on your speakerphone for all to hear in public, no, no, fuck you. Red fucking flag. And for all of you out there in regards to just doing this in general, this is one of my biggest pet peeves of all time. And if you do this, we're never going to ever be able to be a thing. Red flag. <laughs> Next up, we've got the gay who actually opens a can with a can opener and takes the top all the way from one end all the way around the can to the very end, rendering the lid to fall into like the ketchup or the soup or the tuna or whatever it is. No, listen, when you open up a fucking can, you have to leave at least an inch so that you can cock the lid open and then get the contents of whatever it is that you're doing out. If you do the lid all the way around so that the lid completely comes off, that just says so much about who you are as a person. Red flag. <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking about all the people who are suddenly going like, oh, damn. Oh, yeah, that's what I do. He's calling me a, a fuck. Like, should I, have I been doing it wrong the whole, yes, you've been doing it wrong the whole time. Red flag. Next up, we've got the gay who on their first meeting wants to meet you at, wait for it, a chain restaurant. A restaurant chain, like not a privately owned restaurant, not a cute little trendy restaurant, but like a goddamn Applebee's or a Chili's. No, no. Listen, if I wanted to go to a fucking Chevy's for our first date, then I would live anywhere else outside of San Francisco. Update your fucking references and take me to a classy spot for fuck's sake. <laughs> Red flag. 
Next up, we've got the gays who are new to SF. Red flag. <laughs> Listen, my friends and I have talked about this a lot. When any new guy comes to San Francisco and they're like, immediately, they just like, oh, I'm new to the city. And you're just like, we all just pounce because we've just got that new meat. But here's the thing. In regards to dating, it's just not going to happen because that gay has come to San Francisco like just waiting to experience all the boys in San Francisco. And if you're just so happen to be the second person he's met, you're just going to be the person that he just ghosts because somebody else came along and then somebody else came along and then somebody else came along. So yeah, no. New to San Francisco, red flag. Next up, we've got the gays who were only into me because... I have a hit show. <laughs> Believe it or not, you guys, this happens to me a lot. And I kind of hate it because I love this show so much and I'm very proud of it. But also, if that's the only reason why you're trying to get at me because you think that somehow I'm possibly more famous than I actually really am, red flag. And just stop. <laughs> Next up, we've got the never pays gay. This is the gay that actually, you know, when the bill comes, you both start to get your wallets out and you can just sort of tell that they're sort of waiting for you to actually get there first. They're like kind of fumbling through their bag or their pocket or their jacket pocket or, you know, and you, you could just tell that they're like just taking their time waiting and waiting and it's pretty fucking obvious. The best way to like spot eye this, you guys, is if you also kind of take your time. I'm literally always the first person to volunteer to pay. That's just who I am. And as sad as it is to say, there was somebody I was seeing recently who just literally got so reliant on me paying every time that it sort of just became a thing. And then it turns out he was actually an author and I read his book and he brought that up in his book multiple times. And it just sort of solidified the idea and the notion that he had no intention of ever fucking paying. Like, it should be a fair 50-50 split. I will always fight for the bill to pay. That's just who I am. But come on, you have to pay sometimes. So don't be that gay because you will be that red flag. Next up, we've got the gays who work in the dental field. <laughs> because like, when you get into a situation where you're across a table from them at a coffee shop or some shit, they are looking at your teeth for sure first thing. Like, that's actually what they notice about you first. And they always have perfect teeth. And it's like, okay, that's great. Well, you probably have, like, free dental care or some shit like that. Or, like, you're able to, like, get your fucking work done for a discounted rate. Or, like, I don't even know what the situation is, but I have the shittiest dental insurance of all time, and I can only get one procedure done a year. So in the meantime, can you just like not look at my teeth and maybe look into my eyes? <laughs> Red flag! <laughs> Next up, we've got the gays who are completely oblivious to the fact that they are treating a restaurant server like shit. Like it's worse when... Okay, listen, there's one thing if you're actually blatantly being an asshole, but when you don't understand that you're actually 
being that asshole, that's far worse. And I can't tell you how many times I've been on the other end of that pad and pen and just wanted to take that fucking pen and stab a customer in the eye with that pen. (laughs) And my therapist and I are definitely unpacking a lot of that shit on that little green therapy couch. But that being said, don't provoke an individual who is trying to do their fucking job just because your arrogant ass is oblivious to the fact that you're treating them like they're your indentured servant. No, no, red flag. (laughs) Can you tell this is sort of a sensitive topic for me? (laughs) And since we're on that restaurant topic of conversation, the next gay who pegs that red flag in my mind is the gay who doesn't tip on takeout. No, no, you fucking tip that individual, regardless of what their position is, every fucking time, period. I just, I have no tolerance for this. It's all bullshit. And you should know fucking better. Just because it's to go doesn't mean that that individual doesn't deserve a fucking tip. Red flag. Next up, we've got one of my favorites. And honestly, as stupid as this is to say, it happens far more than I think it even should. It's that situation where you're actually starting to get to know a guy and you know, things are kind of cute in the beginning. You're starting to like send selfies back and forth. And then one day they send you a selfie of himself shirtless and you know, they might be flexing and you're like, damn, he's kind of hot. But suddenly you're slapped in the face with the distracting notion that the selfie that he's taking is in the bathroom and it just so happens to be with the mirror that's over the sink and that mirror is covered with toothpaste spit no no this like you guys I can't even deal with how often this happens clean your fucking mirror I don't want to see that toothpaste spit because when you send me that selfie with your hot body all I see is that toothpaste Spit. Red flag. Next up, we've got that guy where you meet them. You hit it off really well. You schedule a first meeting. And when they show up, they have. Wait for it. Poppers burns all over their nose. And you just immediately know that they're just a fucking whore. And that they're sleeping around all over the place. And why are we even going through the motions of meeting on a first date? Why did we not just show up to your house and just fuck and have sex and use poppers again? And truthfully, if I'm to be honest, I have poppers burns a lot. So I actually am probably one of these red flags. (laughs) Next up, we've got the gays who have an Android phone. Listen, I apologize I'm so sorry, but if you have an Android, you and me, we cannot ever be a thing, period. (laughs) And last but most certainly not least, and the one I feel that bothers me the most in this world, are gays who have their read receipts on their iPhones turned on. No, no. No read receipts. Turn that shit off because, I mean, we all know that when you're definitely 
like investing in a guy. You're getting to know them. Things are for sure. Things are going in the right direction. Everything's like all you want and more. Puppies and kittens. You're getting the butterflies fluttering in your stomach. And then you send them a text and then they read it and you see that they read it. And then hours go by and all you do is sit there staring at your goddamn phone wondering why that guy hasn't texted you back. It's just another one of those situations that like ultimately land us on that little green therapy couch. So just turn your goddamn read receipts off for fuck sake. Red flag. we learn today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, hot jock tops, and bossy power bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, bisexuals and lesbians, transgender, and questioning? Well, I'd like to think we learned a whole hell of a lot. Or maybe at any rate, we just learned that there are so many different things that you should look out for in this one big giant cluster fuck that is big city dating and be aware of all of these red flags before it's too late. But I also just really want to hear from you, the listeners, like what the fuck do you think? What are some of the red flags that you've experienced in your dating life that you feel weren't touched in this week's expose? Give me a call at the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline at 415-501-0401. That's 415 415- Five zero one zero four zero one. Call in, leave a message, and tell me about all of your gay red flags. And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Click five stars. Follow on Spotify. Click five stars there too. And don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch wind of each and every episode of my gay expose podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, which I guess is not Twitter anymore. Supposedly now it's X, which I think is the biggest crock of bullshit that I've ever heard. But at any rate, just follow there. I don't know how much longer that account will last. We'll just have to see because I'm not the biggest fan of the Musk, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but at any rate, follow on all the socials at Exposing My Gay. Don't forget to check out the official show website, mygayexposepodcast.com. And there you'll find any information you need to know about the show, including the official show question of the week for the Your Gay Expose segment each and every week. And don't forget to check out Bossy Power Bottom Wear, the official show merch line at bossypowerbottom.com, mygayexposepodcast.com, and ronniewashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I, Washburn. And pick your next piece for your upcoming gay or pride or just going to the gym event. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious and relatable episode with me exposing my gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn and I will show you exactly why I feel that this guy has given me like six red flags with you next time.
This week's expose has been brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Want to know more? Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions.